0: The schedule, the job, the kids. Take some time just for you. It's Sunday mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5, powered by Mary Washington Healthcare. One of D.C.'s best hospitals that isn't in D.C. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital. Here for you. And now, D. Daniels.
1: Good Sunday morning. Welcome to the show, the show that is all about you and your life and your world. I'm very excited to welcome my guest this week, one of the busiest humans on the planet, a publicist, a producer, a business owner in Stafford County, Northern Virginia. She's a consultant and also a champion for important conversations like we are about to have today. Chandra Gore, welcome back to The Sunday Show. Thank you for having me again, it's so nice to talk to you i know we're on the phone you know usually we get to to see each other in person but uh it's it's been a year it has been it has been a year yeah it's crazy it's really crazy how are you doing during all of this uh during all of this crazy year i'm
2: it's just doing great um uh it's been going it's been going great um In the house, opening things that I haven't um, opened in a long time, boxes that I've discovered. (laughs) So that's pretty much what it's
1: been. Yeah, no doubt about it. A lot of uh, inside time, a lot of uh, figuring out which rooms need to be painted, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been it's been a busy time and, and we continue to have a lot of uh, kind of, you know, just hectic time in front of us, uh, not only here in the region, but uh, obviously nationally and in the world with everything going on. Um, but we we want to have a really important conversation. I'm very excited, Chandra, that you've started a wonderful organization called the Urban Flight Foundation, and you're doing some really important things in our area to help as we basically run to the finish line for the uh, upcoming election. And I can't believe it's uh, it's it's here in, in front of us, but it is. And it's so important to make your voice heard this election and also to feel heard by the people we are voting for. Talk a little bit about what you've been doing, Chandra, to help get this message out.
2: Um, I partnered with the Vote Early Day um, campaign. Um, so yesterday was um, the national day, the national vote early day, um, the 24th, October 24th. It is actually um, 10 days before the election and um, the first um, first day after the last uh, presidential debate, presidential candidate debate. So it's a you, basically that day that this day was to create to remind us to go to the polls early because we have we should be have been able to figure out who we're voting for what we're going to do and we want to beat the lines so you know voting yesterday was very very important even if you mailed your ballot yesterday that was the very the key point in vote early day because this election is a very important election as as with every other election. So um, this is the time to make your voice heard and um, make sure that you are counted and you are informed about what's going on in the world and in your community.
1: Yeah, you know, our family, we voted on Friday and we were so excited to do that. Um, We had a lot of... A lot of um, just anticipation, you know, going into it and setting our plan and, and making sure we knew what day we were going. And we also had some first going on in our family. I mean, my partner's son is a first time voter this year, and that's very exciting. And I know that a lot of people are experiencing some some worry as they come into this uh election season really it's not just election day but it's election season and and the concerns are real um people are worried about voting by mail they're worried about voter suppression they're worried about getting out during the pandemic they're worried about long lines what kind kind of conversations because you're out there with people all the time talking about this what kind of conversations are you having with people that are truly worried about these things
2: um the well i the conversations i've had so my son is voting for the first time as well in this election so he is um excited so i had to explain to him certain things about you know finding out what can which candidate he wants to vote for what what rights he has um how to get information the like, true information um so the conversation that i've been telling everyone is you are you have the right to be informed about their stance you have the right to um, know exactly what platform they're coming on. you have the you you can call them, you can email them, you can do all of these things to make sure that you are making the best decision the best informed decision. So a lot of people that I've talked to virtually have always asked, well, they're not going to answer my questions or I don't know if I can talk to them. you can. And so teaching people where to look for their contact information also to find out if they what past voting um bills they voted on different things like that so they can make a, a, a informed decision on who to vote for so and then also returning citizens people who have just had their rights restored so helping them to understand when they can vote how they can register the vote where they can go to register the vote because they hadn't been voting because they didn't have the rights so those are, some of the, those are some of the conversations that I've been having to encourage people to utilize that new right that has been, been restored. And for young voters, like my son's friends and stuff, letting them know, like, you know, having him teach them exactly what information to share and how to get the information.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about the young voters. I mean, what an interesting time for first time voters um, and, and for young voters. I, you know, some of the conversation that I've I've heard has has been a little disheartening at times. And I think that's why this is so important to to talk to the young people. You know, a, a lot of young people uh, have come to the table really fired up this year to say it's it's very important. And they know how important it is. And then the other part um, that has been kind of disheartening is to hear, you know, well, it's it's so uh, we're in such a divided place that I don't even want to bother with it. I don't even want to bother with voting because, you know, I, I just maybe my vote's going to cancel out somebody else's vote. And, you know, we, we have opposite <laughs> opinions or, you know, it just seems too much. And and that it's really important that we talk to young people in that space and really show them them that there are people that have been and continue to be fighting for our rights to vote so we can't just let this moment pass us by
2: right and so especially with um i'm hearing a lot of it like i listen to the conversation sometimes and they've this generation this first generation these first generation that are voting now they are very very informed they have opinions they know what they want to they want out of life they know what they want to see in the office they know that they want certain people out and certain people in. they they know what they want the future to be so this is going to be the election that's going to change the way that things are because these young voters are looking at everything now that they've been home this pandemic and they've been watching and looking at everything and they're seeing what their their parents are going through and they're doing their own research so they are well informed and they are they they know what they want either side of the either side of the party they know exactly what they want and so this election is is it's very it's 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 enlightening to see how passionate this generation is about making a change or getting their voices heard. So I'm 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 excited, you know, because
1: it's I wasn't that informed when I voted back in two thousand. Right, right, right. <laughs> Right. It's true. And, 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 you know, I'm not sure I, even though I've always been very proud to vote, I've always been uh, one to, to make sure I'm, I'm there and, and, you know, I've got my plan and I know what I'm doing and I'm standing up for what I believe in and all of that, but I'm not sure I've ever been in a place, um, except for, you know, as we've had this year and the events that have have led where we are right now, I'm not sure I've ever been in such a passionate place, uh, you know, to say, how important it is to anyone and everyone who will stand and listen to me. <laughs> it it's it's it's
2: amazing to see the conversation because you know voting used to be um you know who you voted for or what stance you were taking was so secretive mm-hmm. and it divided people but now People are having the conversation. They're, they're open to talking about why they're voting for who they're voting for and actually, you know, having constructive, community, you know, conversations that are turning out to be great. Not, it's not a battle because people are trying to get an understanding of each other. So I think this election has been a blessing and a curse at the same time because people are now talking and having these hard conversations and learning more about each other.
1: Yeah, that's so very true. And I think, you know, as we get even closer here, I think we all know that it's it's likely we're not going to have a a clear winner announced on election day like we were used to when we were kids, you know, and and yeah. that used to be the thing and we used to wait, you know, and and see and and it's it's likely not going to be that. We've got votes that need to be counted that have uh come in early, that have come in, you know, very close to the deadline, that have come in by mail and it's so important that we know what our resources are. And I think that's one of the things, too, if if there is a and I don't know what what you're seeing, like in Stafford County, I know you're going to be out at the uh, polls on Election Day, uh, working yep. the polls, which is fantastic. Um, but I, I I think it's important that if there if you see a problem, if you experience a problem, you must report the problem. We We need to have all of that information as we go into this.
2: Right. And so a lot of people don't know that they can report if there was something done at the polls that made them feel uncomfortable or that, you know, they weren't able to cast their vote based on something that was not, defined, was not outlined, you know, mm-hmm. that was not they weren't told. So, um, you know, making sure people are, you know, are well aware of what should go on when they go to cast their votes. That's why I'm working the polls. That's why I'm there, because sometimes, you know, you can see someone that's confused and you're able to help them. So that's a little bit of the reason why I do what I do, because it's like, you know, everyone wants the opportunity to vote. You know, I think everybody needs that. And they some people don't understand it because there are people who are way older than us who've never voted. Yeah. So when they're, they're uncomfortable coming to the polls, you know, or they're, they feel like there's, um, there's not ex- accessibility because they're disabled, we have drive-up services in, in Virginia. Like, there's so many options for people to cast a vote. And so I am so on top of wanting to let people know, listen, you don't even have to get out your car. Yeah. If you are disabled and can't walk up the pathway, we will come to your car. an election official will come out and get your vote for you. Even, you know, just let them know. Pull up and, you know, let them know. And you can cast your vote or vote early. They'll come out to you. So it's like, there are options.
1: Yeah. And it's so important to know all of those options and to make sure, uh, you know, your neighbors know, your family know. You know, if, if you have an elderly person in your family who might be confused about what they can do this year, what the options are this year, especially with the uh, the pandemic, it's important that you, you let them know what their options are, too.
3: Emergencies don't wait for pandemics to pass. In this time of uncertainty, you can be assured your health and safety are our top priority. From physical distancing to special screenings, we're taking all necessary COVID-19 precautions for your safety. Putting off treatment can cause serious complications and have long-term negative effects on your health. With three locations in Fredericksburg, Stafford, and Sponsylvania, the emergency department teams at Mary Washington Healthcare are here for you. Our board-certified, emergency physicians and emergency-trained staff are ready to intervene, treat, and advise you in the safest and timeliest way. If you are uncertain about your symptoms, you can call the nurse line at 540-741-3737. If you are experiencing life threatening symptoms, dial 911. For more information, go to emergency.mwhc.com. Mary Washington Healthcare, here for you.
0: Now, back to Sunday mornings of D. Daniels on B101.5.
1: Kendra Gore is my guest on the Sunday show and of course uh, the foundation is called the Urban Flight Foundation. Some really great information on the Facebook page. If you look up the Urban Flight Foundation on Facebook, you'll find that. And I also love uh, a lot of great interviews that you have on YouTube where you can get some good information if you watch these videos. You can get some great information on what the candidates are doing and what they're running for in Stafford. I think that's a really great way. You've been busy with these interviews and, and they're fantastic. I mean, this is a great way to sort of get an idea of what's going on and who you're voting for.
2: Right. And because a lot of people, when I reached out to some of the candidates, I was like, listen, I'm not coming from a journalist or a reporter standpoint. I'm coming from a citizen standpoint because I'm a citizen of Stafford County. And I want to, you know, make sure that my children, should, should they choose a state here after they become adults, they're well taken care of. I want to make sure my needs are met too. So we have to talk about these things as a citizen. Who you know, if you're going to serve serve me as in an office in Richmond or in in DC, I need to know what your plans are. Right. The real plan, the true plan. I want. I don't want the PC. Um, you know. Uh, Can question answers that you give. I want the real. I want to know your personality. I want to know that there's a real person behind the billboards and the, the 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 campaigning. So that's a, that's why I did the interviews because when you're in a one-on-one setting, it's easier to talk to someone and get a great feel of them. So yeah, it's as a citizen, I had to do my due diligence because before I cast my vote, because that my vote is. Is very important. I mean, I know a lot of people say, "Oh, my vote doesn't matter." Your vote does matter. People died for you to vote. So, especially as women, as African Americans, as any you know, as any other um, minority or you know a minority group, you have to vote. You're, you people fought for that. So that was my my biggest thing on doing that. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's huge. And and I really think that it shows uh, your passion definitely shows in these interviews. And I think they're great conversations and certainly uh, worth uh, uh, sharing and having people look at these at the Urban Flight Foundation and on YouTube as well. Talk a little bit about your relationship with uh, Vote Early Day. I mean, they also have mm-hmm. on their website, they also have some really really fantastic uh, resources available for people who want to find out uh, what's going on in their area, what the rules are, and uh, VoteEarlyDay.org is the website. But I love that on their website they also have a national nonpartisan hotline that you can call if you see a problem while you're voting, because these problems are real. You don't just hear about them. Um, They are real. They do happen. They're going to happen. Um, and, And I love that there are resources available and that's one of the big things that I know uh, vote early day that they're they're getting out the information about all of those resources
2: yeah because you have they have you can go to the website and you can click on it's not just state specific it has all 50 states plus a the territory mm-hmm. then they also give you a guide for who your local election official is. They also, you know, your voting requirements, they also give you the dates and the deadlines. So the biggest thing that I loved about Vote Early Day was the, the fact that the information was all in one place. And so when I partnered with them, I was like, "Oh, you know," because I do National Voter Registration Day. I did a virtual, a virtual um, event for that to remind people to register the vote. And like here in Virginia, we had the, the the date passed and then we got an extension. But with Vote Early Day, they give you everything. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to use. The resources are there. They even tell you how to get involved on election day. So all everything is there. So it made me um, it made me happy because a lot of people don't know where to look. And sometimes Google doesn't bring everything up. Right. So it also gives you a voter guide, you know, that what you can do, what you should do when you're going to the polls. You know, what you should do when you're mailing in your ballot, you know, all of these things. So they also give out the tips on um why voter why voting is important and everything. So I love I love vote early day and I'm so glad for this this is an inaugural year and I think that this should be It should be. It's going to be every year. Mm -hmm. I think that more people are going to be interested in voting after this election. I think more people were inspired to vote more and find out more. So this uh, the vote early day campaign has been amazing in giving out giving the information that's needed for people to find out what they can and cannot do.
1: Yeah, and the website again, voteearlyday.org, if you want to check it yeah. out and share that link uh, with other people, which would be great. Uh, Chandra, since you're working the polls on the actual election day, uh, talk a little bit about uh, what kind of precautions are being taken as far as the COVID concerns go. A lot of people are concerned about mm-hmm. uh, being safe and being uh, trying to stay healthy and trying to stay you know, socially distant while they're there at the polls. If you're going in person um how is that being handled uh, this year because i know it's different than what we've likely ever experienced
2: so when we voted earlier this year back in june um we we poll workers we got um training on how to disinfect and clean but also we had to um we actually have a tape measure and we measure out the six feet you know that people are the stand in we also have um we wear masks, and there's also petitions—a clear petition. So each, um each booth, voter booth is cleaned after every person. Um, the pens are not reusable; you keep the pen when you leave. So all of these things uh, are the precautions are being taken, and we are we're there early and we leave late to make sure everybody gets to the cast their ballot. But all of the precautions—we have another training coming up so to make sure that we everyone is uh, well informed about how to um provide you know the best service the best care that we can to protect everybody protect ourselves and the voters um there's other precautions as with the new mask and disinfectant and more hand sanitizer so all of these things are being um taught to us and refreshed uh knowledge is being refreshed with us as well so yes we are safe at the polls we are trained we've been retrained and we're going to keep training
1: yeah, which is fantastic. I think that's important information to get out and to make people feel safe as they, you know, get into this uh, standing in line and that sort of thing. Speaking of the lines, uh, I know you're going to be there on actual Election Day, but what yeah. are you hearing about the lines thus far as people have been voting early? And what do you think is going to uh-huh. be happening? You know, I know that's a prediction, but what do you think is going to be happening on Election Day as far as the lines go in Stafford? I think
2: in Stafford, well, this morning I was at the courthouse, and there was a line to vote early today. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people are taking advantage of the early voting to avoid going to their polling station, their polling location, and being stuck in a line and not knowing exactly how long it's going to take. So a lot of people are taking advantage of the voting early, but a lot of people are like for me it's exciting for me to go to the poll. That's just my thing because I want my sticker. But right. <laughs> you know, with the with the mail-in votes, with the early voting, I think that it's going to be manageable. On election day, we're going to have you know you have people outside anyway you know the last minute campaigning and stuff. Right. But I do think that because more people have voted early, you know the lines are not as going to be as long as we think they are, um especially in Stafford. Um. So I think that you know, like, I think that it's just going to be, um, it's going to be a record breaking. With the early voting yeah. and the lines for the uh, the election day, it's not going to be as long. Because I think people are ready to see what the outcome of the election is going to be.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think I I, I feel like there is a really 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 good turnout so far with uh, early voting, and I think that will continue here in the days to come, uh, so that it's not so um, so that everyone's not so inundated on actual election day. Remind everyone, Chandra, what they should bring with them if they're going to the polls between now and election day. On election day, remind w- uh, everyone what they should have with them as far as identification and things of that nature
2: bring your id or your military id or your work id but make sure it's an id that has your name address and your picture um make sure that you have your mask (laughs) and also if you did request a early uh, ballot bring that with you because you, you can turn that in at the polls when you come to vote on um, Election Day. So even if you requested an early ballot, you can bring that in to the polls.
1: That's a, that's a really good reminder, because I know a lot of people who maybe made the request for an early ballot, and now they're thinking, well, I didn't, I didn't send it in. I, can't, I didn't mail it in. I can't, I can't go vote on Election Day. That's not true.
2: Right. So, no, you can bring that into the polls. Yeah. And there's a special process for that. If it's unopened, even if it's open, you definitely um, you definitely want to bring it with you.
1: Yeah, I think it's important to know what, what you should have. And, and again, to tell our young voters, our first time voters, what they should have. I And, you know, I feel like every polling place is, is different and, and every community is different and every, you know, every little, little section of town is different. But I, you know, I'm hearing some great stories already. I was just talking to somebody who uh, is working the polls in uh, Spotsylvania and they were saying that, you know, first time voters come through and they do a big cheer and celebration for the first time mm-hmm. voter. I think that's fantastic that we're doing things like that
2: I think because every time I see someone who's first time to vote I always celebrate them yes you know so I love it like it's it was it's so great to see how 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 happy they are when they are casting their vote you know and they are you know they, they have moms or and who actually record (laughs) their their kid going up to cast their vote it's it's like it's like a rite of passage you know when you're into adulthood you get to vote you know you get to you know make your voice heard as an adult and i love it It's, it's just a beautiful it's a beautiful thing to see families who and parents who support their children and you know even if, like, because one one daughter forgot her ID and her mom like told her, "No, you have to go back out, get your ID, and come back right now." Right, and it was it was so beautiful to see that.
1: It is. It There's is. A- it is a wonderful thing to celebrate. And uh, I hope if you have a first-time voter in your house or your family that you definitely uh, celebrate that because it, it really does It really does feel good to be a part of it and uh, to make a difference. Uh, the Urban Flight Foundation on Facebook and on YouTube, I suggest you check it out because it's It's really full of wonderful information. And Chandra, you've done such a great job uh, getting the word out. Now, I, I want to talk for a moment uh, before we run out of time. I know a lot, like I said, er, at the beginning of the show. A lot of people concerned about going and and voting with all of these things going on. I know you've had some really wonderful conversations with uh, some of the candidates in the area and some of the people that represent us, including, um, I just wanted to point out, you had a great conversation uh, with uh, Joshua Cole, who is uh, also a friend of the Sunday show. And he came <laughs> on and, and talked about some wonderful things um, earlier in the summer as we were sort of getting into the heat of COVID and and the pandemic and uh, of the uh, rallies that were going on in the area. Are you concerned about safety when people go to the polls? You know, there has been a lot of there have been a lot of people who have said, you know, is it going to be a situation where it gets violent or there are things going on? Should I not go because of that? We do have precautions set up. There are things set up. I'm sure you are having these same conversations with people in Stafford County
2: yeah so a lot of times the police they are sheriff's department they patrol to make sure but we're also um as an as a, a poll as an election official we are also taught what to do if things happen we have a plan in place so if something does happen we do we know we have very strict guidelines on when to when to call and when to report stuff like that and it's never been an issue, but, you know, they patrol, they do, their, they're always around to make sure everyone feels safe at the polls. So that's what our sheriff department, the sheriff's department does. They, they circle every single um, polling place, but also our, um, our election chiefs, they are well equipped on getting the help that's needed if, should something happen. But, you know, as, much as, as many times as I've worked at polls, we've never had any issues.
1: That, I mean, that's that's wonderful to hear. And I think that's important for people to hear that might be thinking, you know, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. Don't you worry. Uh, there are plans in place and there are people who are trained and ready to go. Uh, so that that's the important thing. Don't let that stop you. No, don't let anything, no matter what, let yeah. anything stop you from casting your vote. Absolutely. And vote early and encourage everyone around you to make sure their voice is heard and make sure they know the resources. The Urban Flight Foundation is on Facebook and on uh, YouTube. You can check out all the the great interviews we've been talking about. And of course, if you want to check out Vote Early Day, all the resources there, it's voteearlyday.org. And of course, if you're in Stafford County, you might just see the beautiful Chandra Gore out there working the poll (laughs) on Election Day. You never know. I'm sure you'll know who she is with that uh, wonderful laugh and uh, that beautiful smile. So Chandra, thanks for what you do and thanks for having this very important conversation with us this week here on the Sunday show thank you so much for having me
0: Your emails are always welcome. If you have questions or comments about today's show or an idea for a future program, email D, that's D-E-E, at B1015.com. Sunday Mornings of D is powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of D.C.'s best hospitals that isn't in D.C. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital, here for you the thoughts comments statements and opinions of the host and guest are their own and not necessarily those of centennial broadcasting b101.5 or station management thanks for listening to sunday mornings with d daniels on b101.5
3: emergencies don't wait for pandemics to pass in this time of uncertainty you can be assured your health and safety are our top priority From physical distancing to special screenings, we're taking all necessary COVID-19 precautions for your safety. Putting off treatment can cause serious complications and have long-term negative effects on your health. With three locations in Fredericksburg, Stafford, and Spotsylvania, the emergency department teams at Mary Washington HealthCare are here for you. Our board-certified, emergency physicians and emergency-trained staff are ready to intervene, treat, and advise you in the safest and timeliest way. If you are uncertain about your symptoms, you can call the nurse line at 540-741-3737. If you are experiencing life threatening symptoms, dial 911. For more information, go to emergency.mwhc.com. Mary Washington Healthcare, here for you.